0: I'm with Columbus Business First, and this is Crisis Management, our semi-regular podcast where we talk with business owners about some of the challenges that they've been facing and how they've overcome them during the coronavirus pandemic. IGS is one of many companies that's seen its business upended by social distancing, but they've found some creative ways to keep everyone on the payroll and find some time for some new retraining. Let's have a conversation with them. Thank you for listening. Just to get started, tell me about how IGS was reacted to the situation, what, what kind of circumstances you all were faced with once the crisis kind of started.
1: Our first concern was for our employees and their safety and for our customers because we are a direct sales company, a retail sales company, so we have a lot of interaction with customers. So one of the first things we did was limit that exposure. And this is before the stay-at-home orders or the closures of the, of the restaurants. We started to restrict the, uh, our sales folks and their interaction with customers. And then we started to um, work with our IT team to make sure we'd be prepared for a work-at-home order should it, should it come. And we started piloting work, work from home with different departments so this was all back in late February, early March. And in hindsight, I'm glad we did that because we actually started a complete ban on, on sales before the governor's order came out and we were prepared to do a full work from home to basically help our employees feel comfortable and reduce their exposure and uh, minimize any contact with customers. That was pretty much our first, safety was our, our, our first Priority, And then you start thinking about the business impact and making sure that, that you have business continuity and that, you're, that we're still able to function even now that we're working from home safely, that we still have our job to do. We still have to make sure that deposits get made and that the records get kept and uh, the IT folks are working on their projects and, you know, and business is still going on. As usual, it's just our sales efforts are dramatically restricted. That's probably the biggest impact on our company.
0: Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, I would imagine just with the general disruption, what have you guys seen as far as just kind of the market out there? have Have you found Have you found customers have more or less of an appetite? How have you kind of reacted to that?
1: Our customers have a lot on their mind, and we're you know so our cu- our customers. Their safety is important, so we restrict our interaction with them. But then, the, this next level of, of concern would be their—you know—they're and some having deeper issues than we are. We're probably impacted more on a temporary basis. The loss to our—the economic loss to our business—is not going to be as great as the hospitality industry and some others. So, and we have a lot of those folks are our customers, and so we're concerned for their economic well being we're hopeful that the stimulus package will be a benefit to a lot of the folks who are actually our customers and you know we're optimistic that uh, that money becoming and because our what we sell is would be considered a, a u- in the utility bucket you know to pay your gas and electric bills it has some favorable treatment with the SBA loans so you know we were glad to see that it's a huge um, you know disruption But we also think it for us, it's more of a temporary impact and a temporary disruption, and it's not going to have a long-term effect once we get beyond, say, the next 12 months. And um, I fear that some of the other industries might be, it it may be a little bit harder on them, and a lot of those folks are our our customers and their friends, and so we're we're hopeful that the stimulus package will be a, a huge help to them. And our and some of our business partners as well.
0: Well, tell me maybe about about your employees. Uh, tell me about the, the kind of the system that you adapted for them. Many companies that have seen an exposure have had to furlough people or something like that. Um, you guys have have found creative ways around keeping people um, busy. Well, one we had
1: always planned on creating the capability for you know, uh, workforce mobility or working from home, this crisis has expedited that effort on the technology side. So we're fortunate that we had already made some plans and investments on the hardware side, but this just really expedited the implementation of that. So other than, I mean, their safety is now taken care of and their ability to work from home. you know there is some challenges for some people who are working from home. If their spouse is working from home or their partner and their kids are there, it can create some challenges. But at least there's at least they're that they're they have the ability to work from home. We will actually be better off for it. This crisis necessitated our deployment of these of this of this capability. And uh, now some people like working from home, and I think it's going to create some challenges to accommodate a new way of being, but that's a good thing. So if you look for a silver lining, it would certainly be, you know, we have definitely proven our competency in allowing people to work from home, and some people are really going to embrace that. Some people are more productive in this new environment, and that's a good thing. That's gonna have a long-term effect, but I, I look at that as a positive. You know, if you're looking for positive, that's that's definitely one. And then our direct sales folks, a lot of them have face-to-face, obviously off the table for now. So you know they have to do more of their, you know, some some of their solicitation has to be more on the phone. We're finding other ways to keep them busy. And so so far, we've been able to um, we're able to get by. And you know, depending on the length of this crisis and the restrictions. But for now, we're optimistic that we're going to be able to find meaningful work for them to do.
0: Last question for you. Tell me about how you see this changing the company for the long term. I'm thinking everything from you would mentioned, you know, your industry will probably be insulated from any long term changes. But anything from what you guys work to just technology to just anything at all about, about, about long term, what IGS will be taking forward from this experience?
1: We view this this disruption as a as a temporary event. We don't know how long it's going to be at this point, but but we also view it as temporary. So we have not made any adjustments to our long term plans in terms of where we're investing our resources, in terms of our budgeting, in terms in terms of budgeting to build competencies for the future. We we look at all this as being something that uh, is beyond our control, beyond anybody's control. And while it may set us back in terms of timing, and it may set us back in terms of our economic capability uh, because of lost sales or revenue or what have you, it doesn't change who we are and what our direction was. So when you when you start looking at two years out and three years out, it virtually is, it, it, it really has zero impact And part of that is because we've been managed conservatively over our history and we've set aside resources to deal with these types of shorter term periods of adversity. So I think we'll come out of it fairly well. I worry about the health and safety of our employees and how long this is going to happen. And I also worry about the mental health and safety of our, but not maybe not safety, but the mental state of of stress of having to work under this new environment, but the business is sound and strong, and we're not making any uh, changes to our thinking about any, any any of our plans going beyond you know six months or longer out have remained unchanged. So we're very fortunate to be able to um, continue to follow our plan. And I think you know if you're in the airline industry or other industries that may have more significant long-term effects, it probably is harder to do your planning. But, you know, we sell gas and electricity and renewable energy and people are going to, no matter what, they're going to need energy. So we, you know, we're fortunate we can continue just to, to stay the course.
0: Well, Hey, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me about this. You know, it's definitely, it's interesting times for every kind of company and, included,
1: And and we've also, you know, one thing I'll mention is I'm very proud of the fact that we've been able to dip into some of our, some of our philanthropic bucket to respond to the needs of the community. And we've done that in central Ohio. And we've also done it throughout our territories where our customers reside, benefiting United Way and the uh, mid Ohio food bank and um, lifetime Alliance, I think. Uh, And these are the, the, some of the charities that need some short-term help to deal with the crisis and I'm very very happy to do so
0: well hey I really appreciate you taking the time and'll uh, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll be uh, we'll be in touch before too long I'm sure
1: okay I appreciate it.